Blog Talk Radio. Ah, this is for everybody who's been restored. D. Lawrence coming at you. Get up, come on, y'all, let's sing this song. Ah. you to all our listeners you are listening to global gospel i'm your host reverend lamar townsend and we are here every saturday from 1 p.m until 2 p.m 
Eastern Standard Time. We want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you and to you and to you. And we declare that today and decree it that with his stripes we are healed. We know that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. We are glad that God has kept us to be here another day in the land of the living. For I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We want you to tell your family, your friends, your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. And we will be here for the next hour. Uh, we want you to know that our call-in number in studio 619-924-0800. 619-924-0800, and we encourage you to call in at the appropriate time. In addition to being on Block Talk Radio, we want you to know that we are syndicated as well on Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. You can reach us on any of those platforms. We also want you to connect with us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. We're on Instagram. All you have to do is look for Global Gospel. And if you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there is a direct link to each and every episode. If you would like to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where our zip code is 11550. If you'd like to email us, you can email globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Those are the ways that you can connect with us. We would like to shout out today our sponsors. We thank God for MPT Enterprise, Edis Quilting, Melanated Beards, Abyssinia, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services. We thank God for Third Lounge, Molina's Factory, Happy Healthy Functioning, Nevaeh's Cake Creations, and Honor Thy Sweets. We thank you for all sharing with Global Gospel. To those that are listening in the north, the south, the east, and the west, to those that are listening around the world, we thank God for you, you, and you. Please leave a comment under this episode. For those of you that have tuned into Global Gospel for the first time, our theme scripture here is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. It is our prayer today that you receive the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you receive it into your heart and to your life, and that you apply it to your daily living. For the gospel is the good news. It is the power of God unto salvation. It tells about the birth, the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we want you to know that the gospel is here for you on today to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, and to set you free to meet every need in your life, for the gospel is comprehensive. And so we thank God for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We do have a special lineup for you on today, and we pray that you stay tuned with us for the next few minutes here on Blog Talk Radio. We are going to take a break, and we are going to hear another selection. And after that selection, we will be back with our special guest for today. So we want you to stay tuned and be blessed. I want God. I don't want a form of godliness. I want God All I ever wanted was God And I don't want to give him second best I want God All I ever wanted was God Yeah, yeah I don't want to God I want God all I ever All I ever wanted was God. All I ever wanted was God. I don't want to give you Don't want to give 
to share with us today. And we have been working on this for a little while, but we know that in addition to being a guest today, you are a listener here at Global Gospel. And so we thank God for your love, your prayers, and support. Thank is this, you. Is there something I left out? No, 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 no. You're doing wonderful. Okay, okay. So uh, tell us today, uh, we know that we are in the month of May, and this is a very important month, correct? Yes, it is. May marks uh, the month of mental health awareness. This is the month where we focus on mental health awareness, which is something that has been overlooked and under um, under uh, uh, treated for years. And I can still say it's a very vulnerable population of people today as well. That is so true. And many times in the African-American community, it is definitely uh, underrated and receives very little attention. And in addition to our community, I would say also that the body of Christ has kind of ignored this issue. Would you agree? I do agree totally. It has been taboo for so long. Um, Definitely in the African-American community as well as the church, um, there are other populations of cultures as well that we can say some Asian cultures and stuff also kind of look at it as taboo or wicked. They consider it wicked or evil. Um, But it's a vital, vital part of our health. Um, To be, as as the topic is today, total health, um, to be in total health, you have to have your mental health intact as well. It, it all goes together. It works hand in hand. Um, and, and just to go into it a little deeper, when we, when we talk about our health, um, many people, when you say health, they think about just their, their life. I'm healthy or uh, I'm good, you know, as far as um, their physical, emotional, everything. But there's a difference there. To be, to be in good health is, to be, is, is really the state of being free from illness or injury. That's your physical state of health. But to be well, which I like to tell people a lot, there's a difference between health and wellness. To be well is a state of being in good health, especially as an active pursued goal. It's intentional. To be well means to be intentional about your health. And wellness is the act of practicing healthy habits on a daily basis to uh, maintain better physical and mental health outcomes. It's more than just surviving every day. You're actually thriving through life. And to really understand the significance of wellness, it's important to understand how it's linked to your health. Um, And there are like seven different dimensions of wellness that we like to focus on in the medical field. There's an eighth one that I include that's now being included as well. And those seven dimensions include your physical, your emotional, your intellectual, your social, your spiritual, environmental, and occupational wellness. But I include financial in there too, and there's a lot of um, different types of there's a lot of different um, 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 sayings out there when it comes to the dimensions of wellness. You have some that say five or six, but I like to go with the eight because I think they cover everything that's a part of our daily life as humans. And, and as we said earlier, our physical health is just diagnosis of, of conditions or illnesses of any kind, even if it's just a common cold. So to, to be free of all of that is to be healthy. But on the flip side, for those of us who do have chronic conditions, like high blood pressure, diabetes, some of us have terminal illnesses like cancer or other things that are plaguing our bodies, as well as trauma that people go through. Um, people get chronic conditions based off of trauma. It could be from a car accident or just, a, you know, um, mental trauma. All those things play a part in our physical condition. And when those things in our bodies take place physically, chronic conditions and stuff, it tends to give us a mental health condition because we begin to worry. Or we begin to be depressed. Um, they bring about different forms of, of, of altering our mental state. So that's why it's, it's good to be in good physical health, but it's also good to have a good mental health because if any one of those are out of whack, it's going to affect the other. Wow. And when we yes, when we so, look at that, go ahead. What you're getting ready to say? So, so if if I'm just having a bad day, 
opposed to a bad few days or a bad week or a bad month, how do we really identify? Should we be identifying for ourselves that there's something going on, or should someone around us be identifying that there's something going on? Well, honestly, to be honest with you, a lot of times people do not recognize that they have a problem. It's usually someone around them, usually someone that's close to them or a loved one. You know, when we were going through those seven dimensions of wellness, I mentioned emotional. And sometimes we think that's just our emotional state at that time. We don't consider that something abnormal. But like you said, if you're having a bad day, you, your emotions just changed. But the thing is, has it changed temporarily? Or is this a pattern? Or is this really you? Even if it's a pattern, you, it needs to be broken. It needs to be. You need. It needs to be identified and broken. And like I said, a lot of times it's someone else that notices it. Um, most of the time, people are in denial. They will deny it, or they don't want to acknowledge it. Even loved ones don't want to acknowledge it, and they make people codependent. Um, but nowadays, since mental health is something that's really being discussed publicly and pushed, especially in the medical field. Um, Doctors and other providers are being trained on identifying people. It's a part of your your health now, your health and wellness visits. You have to, you actually have to um, screen people, or you should be screening, because sometimes, like I said, our physical health problems come from mental health issues. You know, so you have to screen for it. And a lot of people nowadays, because it's so public, are starting to step up and say, "Listen, I need help." Right. I need help. There are some people. It's the the percentage is getting higher. Where people are saying, "I need help. I, I need some form of help." The thing is, we have to acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge it and take them serious. Awesome. So, so you know, you are a nurse uh, by profession, and you're in the healthcare, and so you you're pretty much dealing with the physical body. And so, was this always? in your mind that, listen, I have to deal with the mental health as well? Or is this something that as you went along in your career and in your studies, you discovered, listen, there's more to our lifestyle situation than the human body, that there is a mental, spiritual aspect of this health and healing as well? You know, it's funny you would say that because I grew up in the church all my life. So we were, it was taboo then. I didn't understand it then because I was young. So we were always just taught to pray, believe God, trust God, you know, cast the thoughts out of your mind, tell them to go away. But um, I always had this thing I would say, well, what about after I've prayed and I've fasted and I've done everything you told me to do and I go to sleep at night and those thoughts come back and those feelings come back, what do I do then? Because nobody's given me the solution to that problem. Those questions were never answered then. God actually blessed me with a child that born and at a very young age had a stroke and became and, got delayed. It's cognitively delayed. And I had to learn by raising him because it takes a lot out of you to raise a child with a disability. People don't understand how much it takes out of you to do that. And you have to get patience. And patience was something God had to work on me with. And giving me that child, understanding how I needed to raise him and being patient with him and watching him go through frustrations of trying to learn what he wanted to do and could not comprehend or physically do because of his physical limitations, that's when I began to realize, okay, this is a lot. And that really brought to my attention um, mental health or emotional health and, and the, the importance of um, emotional health as well as physical health because emotionally it wore me down so much until it began to affect my physical health. So that's when my eyes became open. And as a nurse, I started, I took a job in a state facility in Georgia, taking care of people like my son and worse who were inpatient that had been there all their lives with developmental issues, could not even talk to me. And to be able to take care of people like that, you had to go through a lot of training and I, that's when I began to learn a lot of what I didn't realize I didn't know. And so it opened my eyes to mental health and um, behavioral health in a whole different light. And that's when I started to get a passion for it. My passion grew for it. Your passion came out of your own personal experience. Yes. And so mm-hmm. ministry so many times as people, some people 
are in denial of the fact that ministry is at home first or ministry begins at home. And so you were in a situation where you had to have ministry at home within the family, correct? Exactly. Exactly. And don't get me wrong now. I thank God for my upbringing. I thank God for my upbringing so much because I tell people all the time, we were so heavenly bound, we were no earthly good at that time in life. But they taught us how to get a prayer through. So had I not had that type of backing and had I not had the teachings that I had in the church, I would not have been able to stand firm spiritually to get through what I needed to get through emotionally, you know, and mentally. And a lot of that came from prayer. Prayer. Prayer helped me to, and God gave me the patience and the faith to be able to walk through that, the perseverance to get through it. A lot of it came from just faith, just that serious faith in prayer is um, how I made it through. And and it's very important, um, like I said before, that we maintain good health, emotional health. I'm telling you, if your emotional health and your mental state is not in, because your emotions actually alters your mental state. Mm. It alters it. Every time you change an emotion, if you get excited, your mental state is changed. If you get upset, your mental state is changed. If you're sad, if you're mourning, your mental state just changed. Just wow. that quick. And, and people do not know. They don't really look at it like that. And that's why I say they go hand in hand. Because, like, if you're dealing with chronic illness or conditions, a lot of people get depressed. So if you are giving them medication or they're going through therapy, um, physical therapy or treatment through medication therapy, if you give them counseling with it, studies have shown the results are better. And that, that if our emotional state is good and we can keep our physical state in balance, then intellectually we can we can we can gain more because that's a part of our our, our um, seven dimensions of wellness. Your your intellectual, your social, your spiritual. If your emotional and your physical are all affects all of that. Intellectually, you're not there. You're not functioning. Even children that don't have enough food at home, who who come in, who's coming from um, houses where they're abused or they just just have a lack of resources. It is affecting their physical because they're not getting it, but it's definitely affecting their emotional too. And intellectually, it's affecting them because they're not learning like they should in school. It's causing them to fall back in school, and socially they are not with the kids or they're um, becoming menaces to society So at times, or they just become severely depressed. Right. And then that ties one, into your environmental. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. That, and so one of the words you just used that, it's one of my favorite words is balance. <laughs> and there are a lot of unbalanced people. And as you said, our lifestyles aren't balanced. And that causes a disruption at the current time. And then it, it causes a disruption in your future. Because if you start out unbalanced, I think that you probably have a difficult time later in life in trying to be balanced. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. And that's why I said, you know, starting with the child, that was an example that I use starting from young. If you, if that is not addressed then, then it's going to go with you through life as an adult. If you never have an intervention in place, it goes with you in life. You don't, you don't uh, excel, you know, intellectually, socially, you become a menace at times or severely depressed. And then, Occupational-wise, I don't even know if you'll get, if you have an occupation, if you're going to even pursue work, you know, and that then that begins to affect your environment every and the people environment around you. That's why I said financial part too. Financial wellness is also a part of it because the Bible tells us that the love of money is the root of all evil. But I'm going to tell you something. The lack of it is too. <laughs> Amen. I'm telling you, the lack of it is. If you see an area that's that's impoverished, you see you're gonna see statistics gonna show high crime rates. That's true. But where did it come from? Where did the crime come from? It's a it's a state of mind. If if they were emotionally healthy, would they be committing crimes? If they had enough to eat. If they had money in their pocket, what is and, and to fix the problem? How do you fix the problem? You got to go to the root of the problem. 
you know. Um, I like the scripture you used today, um, 3 John 1 and 2. That's my scripture. That's my theme scripture. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. And I always go back to say the soul. The soul is the, is the spiritual or the immaterial part of a human being or mammal. But it also says, as a second definition, it's an emotional or intellectual energy or intensity. So all of that ties in, you know, and and 2 Kings 4 and 26, when the Shunammite woman had the son that took sick and died, and she ran to the prophet Elijah, and she was going to meet the servant, he didn't say, are you healthy? He said, is it well? That's true. Is it well? Meaning, is everything okay? Because you coming to me, what's taking place? Something is wrong. And it doesn't mean I think something wrong with your body. It's, It's her mental state. Of her emotional state as, as, as she's pursuing him. He can see that her emotional state has caused her physical to change. Does that make sense? I hear you. Yes. Tell the story. <laughs> yes. So you have, to, you have to make sure you have a balance. I tell people all the time, physical and mental health go hand in hand. You can be healthy but not well. Can't be well and not healthy. Mm. They go hand in hand. You have to have a balance there. And and even though you have chronic conditions or things like that, I want to back up and let people know, if you are maintaining and you have a balance there and you're following your regimens and all of your numbers and stuff are good and you're feeling good, you're still in a better state of health. It doesn't mean you're not healthy still. You're well because you intentionally, you are intentionally pursuing your goal of becoming healthy. And that's what wellness is all about. And that, that, that's addressing it from the total man. That's the holistic view of taking care of the total man. I hear you. I like that. Be intentional. And I yes. think a lot of times we aren't intentional about life or the situations in life. We kind of just stumble through it because perhaps maybe some people don't know any better or we haven't been taught any better to be intentional but some people are very intentional. If you talk to different cultures and you talk to parents or whoever, they'll tell you what their children are going to be, what they're going to study. <laughs> now, I'm not, and I'm not saying that's the right way to be, but it's definitely something to consider, you know, that, mm-hmm. we, that we train up a child and that training could come in various forms. Yes, most definitely. I believe in um, something my grandmother and them did when we were growing up. They watched us. They didn't. They didn't so much as let you do what you wanted to do. Especially like we were in church and they had plays, or we were going to lead a song. If a certain one wanted to lead a song, and they'll say, "No, you're not going to lead. We're going to let you pray. Let this one lead." What they did was they began to see what was on each of our lives, and they began to push us indirectly towards that. Does that make sense? Especially in ministry. They saw the giftings or the calls on your life. Yeah. So why would I let you sing when I know that singing is not going to be your thing, but I know God got praying on you. So let me let you do the prayer. Let her sing. That's how they did. So they pushed us toward what they saw on us, and they began to nurture the gifts on us. And, and that's something I practice with my children. I don't say you're going to college, you're going to, you're going to pursue your goals and dreams, but what are your goals and dreams? What is it that you see at this point in life that you're interested in? And that's how we get there. Now, if it's going to take college to get there, I'll be realistic with them. You're going to have to go to school for that, you know, and that's how I do it. I don't want to just say what I, you know, a lot of times we have parents who didn't, they didn't accomplish certain things and they want it so bad till they try to make their child be it. I don't mm-hmm. believe in that. Let's see what God has placed on them. Because what you want may not be what God has put on them. And that's what I believe in. Give having a balance there. Yes. All right. All right. You heard it. People have a balance uh, when it comes to everything in your life. And certainly if you have a gift or you have a ministry, you're supposed to wait on it. Correct, preacher? That's right. That's right. Your timing is coming. But you have to go through the process. There's a process for everything. And sometimes the process is difficult, it's painful, not always easy. No, no. But you have to maintain emotional, 
health, mental health. Make sure your mental state is good. Even if you're going through that process and it's taking a lot out on you mentally or whatever, get some help. Talk through it. Write it down. Cognitive behavioral therapy is a great one, which we call talk back therapy. Get in touch with someone. Talk to your provider. Let them know, even if it's your general practitioner, they can help you get what you need. But they can if you don't tell them. Don't hide it. Don't lie about it. Just be real. Tell the truth. I like that. Talk back therapy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yes. the new one. I, I, that's something I'm just learning. Okay. All right. Yes. I, 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 I'll make a note of that. <laughs> Listeners, you don't have to make, make a, a note. I'll share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, make a note of that. Talk back therapy. And so as a uh, healthcare professional and a life coach and you work within your communities and what are some of the ways that you are working within your community and getting the message out there, positive word out there about total health? Um, So we have a community forums that we use in different communities because I I work with different groups right now. I'm currently working with – leaders from Morehouse, Emory, and um, Georgia Tech down in Georgia because Georgia has um, the highest fetal maternal death rate among African-American women in rural communities. And so these group of ladies, um, African-American females, have come together. We've come from all different walks of life. We're nurse practitioners. We're physicians. We are um, counselors. We're psychiatrists. We're psychologists. We've all come together because we want to address the total man to create an app um, to help address these issues due to the lack of um, access to care in those areas because a lot of those areas do not have public transportation. They do not have access to specialists. So we came together and put our heads together to see how we could help address this issue in that population. I am currently the liaison for Burke County, Georgia, um, and the surrounding counties like Richmond County, in those areas around Burke County within the 40-mile radius to, to reach these young ladies and to put the word out there. We do it through a community advisory board, and we're also um, really not an app, like I said, and we're recruiting women to try the app out to give us feedback before we roll it out publicly. Okay. And so we, we talk through different many different forums in schools. We talk with the um, local officials there. I'm in churches. So... We're all over. We're all over trying to get the word out. And that's one form of way that we're out in the community as well as addressing the social determinant or health determinant in public, in the public health sector. Okay. I hear you. Um, So we've been in an interesting season these past few months or few years, maybe about two years and counting now. Yes. Uh, the COVID season and there's been a lot of attention given or not given to that and that has affected many people in a physical way it's affected them emotionally it's affected them spiritually and I'm sure I'm sure at least all eight of those points have been touched in some form or way and what has been your message to those that you encounter in this particular season of life? Well, in this particular season of life, I have to go back to what I just said. Right now, I think the pandemic has stressed people out, even in the health profession, not just people who have a lack of resources, but even those people in the medical profession, and I being one of them, is mental health. Yes. That mental health and that social health because you're so burnt out from working and pulling excess hours and there's been so many healthcare shortages until you're working overtime, you're working under very strenuous conditions, um, limited supplies and trying to maintain your own family's mm-hmm. health. You know, emotionally you're burnt out, you're frustrated, you're stressed out and socially you don't have a life anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and of course the environment came in as a play because it affected the entire environment. So, um, our thing was burnout. Whatever you do, make sure you keep your mental health intact. We we really had to push that message okay. because a lot of people were were live, working and living with a severe burnout. Severe burnout, believe it or not. 
And so mental health was the was the, um, the main topic. We had to push people to take a break and take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others, not efficiently. So definitely mental health was the, was the message we was putting across. Maintain good mental health. I hear you. That is that is so important. And so I think right now I do want to give our listeners an opportunity to call in if they have some questions or some concerns regarding their mental, around the mental health subject. And I'm going to give them an opportunity, but what we are going to do is take a break. And you are from a musical family, correct? Yes, I am. So, um, you know, I always ask my guests to pick a selection. And so the first selection, which I didn't, I neglect to talk about after the selection. Uh, the first selection was uh, one of your choices. And so tell us what that song, that selection means to you before we go to our next selection. I want God. That is definitely my testimony. I want nothing more in this world than to be pleasing, my life to be pleasing in the sight of God. I don't ever want people to look at me. Anything that I do, anytime people come in contact with me, they say thank you. I say don't tell me thank you. Tell God thank you because I can do nothing of myself. I just want to be a vessel of uh, that God is pleased with in this hour to reach as many people as I can reach, whether it's made public or not. To be a, to be the light in this world for so many people, and that song um, was written by an artist that I love so much. She's my cousin, Marette Brown Clark, and she's definitely an inspiration to me. I tell her that every time I have a chance. That she's definitely an inspiration, and I admire her very much. And that song definitely ministers to me. Awesome. I want God. That is definitely an awesome selection. And so the next selection. Um, that we are going to pray as we play as we go to break. Having a little technical problem, but uh, the next election is. I need you to survive. Yes, yes. By Bishop Hezekiah Walker, because we need everybody in this hour. After what we've gone through, it's going to take a village, as they say. Awesome. We need each other so, in this hour. That's so true. We do need each other. Our number in studio six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. Give us a call. Give us a shout out. Bring your questions, uh, your concerns for this season as we share today with Minister Nisa Carter. Stay tuned and be blessed.
Let's do it one more time. Come on, open your mouth and say, I need you. I need you to survive. We are back today with our special guest, Minister Nita Carter, and we are talking total health. We are appealing to the trichotomy of man, body, soul, spirit, and certainly all that is inclusive of everything that concerns you. Uh, Minister Carter, uh, before we run out of time, uh, are there any people that you would like to shout out on today? Yes, I definitely want to shout out my parents, um, for sure. Um, Dr. Ernest Odom, I'm a mother evangelist, Edith Adams, and um, of course my children that are my biggest fans. I shout them out as well, all of uh, those who are supporting me today. Um, good friends, cousins, and coworkers, and anyone who tuned in today, shouts out and kudos to you all. And again, I thank you, Reverend, um, for um, having me on today as well, Reverend Townsend, for having me on your show as well. Thank you. Okay, we have a caller. We have a question. Caller, yes. Hello. Yes. Good evening, Minister Lamar and Minister C. Nita Carter. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? All right. This is your cousin Margie calling. Nice to hear your voice again since 2016. (laughs) Nice to hear yours as well. Yes. I have a question. Um, I realize that for for many, many years, the church, they have been focusing on the financial status and they have omitted the mental health of the individuals that they are trying to get these funds from. So my question is, how do we address the mental health as a health need in the church population? I'll be honest with you. Um, I think it just needs to be just just said. We just need to push it. We need to be totally transparent. We have so much going on in the body of Christ today. Um, Believe it or not, when I did my – my certification for community health through University of Maryland, it, the study was done in the church. And there seems to be a, a high percentage of health issues in the church. Mm-hmm. And those health issues are always followed by a mental health issue, some form of depression, some form of anxiety, but it's just not addressed. And there are people getting help. They just keep it quiet because, like you just said, it's never been addressed. It's been taboo for so long. People are not speaking out about it. They held it, you know. And so, and, and sadly to say, we lost people. We lost people in those battles because of that um, over the years, whether people ever want to admit it or not. So I think it's just, just be transparent. We need to say it. We need to, just like we stand up and we talk about health more, there's more talks of being healthy and how we push the vaccine and trying to get everybody to get vaccinated Well, one thing we needed to do was address the fact that there was a lot of anxiety going on when this vaccine rolled out, when the pandemic came out. There was a lot of anxiety, but we needed to address that because in order to get people to be compliant with anything, you have to make sure they understand the importance of it and they're okay with it. And that means making sure mentally and emotionally they're healthy and they're sound with decisions they make. Okay, that's very good. I, you know, I like that because, uh, like you say, during the pandemic, there were a lot of anxiety, and I do believe that because of the anxiety level, and because of how the church have actually raised and 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 sort of like brainwashed the people in the church, is that maybe and perhaps everyone did not die from COVID. It was because the pressure went up too much, or the diabetes went up because of the timing of the COVID, and this is something that the churches have failed to do, like you're saying. We focus on the financial status of the church, and we forget about the health and the physical well-being of the individuals that are actually making up the church. And, and yeah, and like, like I said, yeah, it's just something that has to be trained. You have to be transparent. You just have to say it. You can't sugarcoat it. You can't. There's no way to... To, to talk about it um, indirectly. You just have to just say it because that's what it is. All right. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. 
and have a nice Thank you. day, okay? You too. Enjoy. Thank you. All right, our number in studio, you have a few more minutes, 619-924-0800. And so one of the things that happened, and we, we kind of alluded to it earlier in this season, at least in well here in New York and around the country, there was an addition to the actual deaths from illness. I'll say there were there were suicides that took place among healthcare professionals because they couldn't handle the pressure. And then even before that, there was uh, periodically, since we mentioned the church within the church, many pastors. It was almost like an epidemic one time if anybody was following news articles, that pastors were actually committing suicide because they could no longer handle the pressure. And I'm pretty sure they didn't subscribe to, what was that talk? What did you say? Talk back? Talk back. Cognitive cognitive behavior therapy. That usually comes from, that's a part of cognitive behavior therapy, something we call talk back therapy. That comes from seeking help. And, and, and a lot of times it's, it goes back to what I told you before. We're publicly preaching and praying, but we're privately struggling with things that we don't open up about because it's considered taboo. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of suicides. There were a lot of suicides um, during that time among healthcare providers and pastors because I was following all of that. Mm-hmm. And it comes from not only not just the pandemic and burnout, it comes from extra stress and anxiety mm-hmm. from something new that just surfaced on top of what you were already dealing with. You had already had unresolved issues and it just tipped a lot of people over the edge. There were also a lot of murders during that time too. There was a lot of killings mm-hmm. going on during that time. And why? Because once again, you were tipped over the edge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people And people will use anything um, as an excuse For example, several years ago, uh, when Hurricane Sandy hit parts of the the East Coast, uh, in particular, it it was here in New York really bad. And so during that time, because people had power outages, people were looting, they were robbing abandoned houses, and they were doing everything they could do because it 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 was nothing to stop them. They had, well, obviously they had no God to to restrain them or to keep them or Holy Spirit to keep them on the right path. But in addition to that, all the other compound issues and things, and people just, people just go wild when they're left unattended to deal with their, their own issues for lack of a better way of saying it. Exactly. Uh, and what did I, <laughs> yes. And what do we say about the money thing as far as being a seven, one of those seven dimensions of wellness or eight dimensions of wellness, your financial Yes. Uh, yes. The love of money is not the only thing that will make you act up. It's the lack of money. That's true. We have a call. So a lot of, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe they're not connecting or they're not saying anything. Caller, would you like to say something? Okay. All right. Go ahead. Okay, so that's what I was just saying, you know, the lack of money, too, because when you don't have those resources and then the resources we were used to became very limited and scarce. And not only did they become scarce, they became very expensive and unattainable for many. So that, too, will cause people to do things. It throws them in a whole different emotional state again. You know, people are panicking. They're worrying about how they're going to take care of their children. Um, am I going to lose my house, my cars, and all of that? You know, until some relief came, a lot of people were in that situation. That is so true. So so we say to those of you that are listening, definitely work on your total health. And certainly we are coming to the close of the hour. Our number in studio is 619-924-0800. So in conclusion, Minister, tell us a little bit about your, uh, before we close, life coaching. Now, that is something that is gaining a lot of attention in recent years. And I actually was talking to a friend the other day, and they told me they just had uh, started uh, with becoming a life coach. 
as well. Uh, how does that attribute to our total health? So actually, I'm a life coach um, across the board, but I, fe- I focus a lot on medical because I have a lot of people call me about okay. medical issues. And my life coaching, um, I did give a coaching certificate for diabetes training and, and diabetes training to prevent diabetes, that is. So I okay. get a lot of questions about medical. So we talk about health and wellness a lot. Okay. Um, it, it plays a, a large role in my profession every day. It has a lot to do with how I perform every day. Because even as a professional, you if you don't have that coaching, you don't really know how to address or approach every issue you come upon. So I think it was awesome to even have obtained something like that because you walk up on different walks of life, people from different walks of life every day, and you cannot handle everybody the same. And it also has helped me to see life as, as differently and to address issues differently in my own life, being a coach. Um, and coaching is not telling people what to do. It is actually helping people to come to the conclusion on their own. You just help guide them to the solution, and you let them discover it for themselves. Well said. I like that. I like that. Because you know what? Because if you tell somebody – a lot of times you ask people for advice and if you tell them what you feel and what they, you feel they should do and they do it and it doesn't work out for them, they're going to blame you for it. Exactly. <laughs> I think, and I think Jesus was the greatest life coach because if you look at how he taught, he taught through parables. He asked the question and let them answer it a lot of the time. Hey, that's good. That's good. All right. Last chance to call in 619-924-080. Zero. I'm gonna try to call her again. Call her. God bless you. Call her. Okay. All right. So, in conclusion, for the day, what would you like to leave our listening audience with, Minister Carter? I would just like to say that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing dealing with, just make sure that at the end of the day, that you have what you need to to survive and thrive physically and mentally. If you have your mental state intact, you can conquer anything physically. I don't care if you're a paraplegic. If your mindset if you're, is, is that I'm going to make it, I'm going to work through it, you're going to make it. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So whatever you think, whatever you believe, that's what's going to be. So make sure you keep your mental health intact. Awesome, well said. Um, so again, listeners, we thank you, uh, Minister C. Nitha Carter, for sharing with Global Gospel on today about total health. We thank our listeners for sharing. If you missed any part of this episode, we want you to know that immediately following this episode, can log on www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel or Apple iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, and you can listen to the entire episode so you can hear all those nuggets as pertaining to the total health and uh, your well-being as an individual and certainly as a citizen of God's kingdom. And so at this time, uh, we want you to know that we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, we thank you for sharing with us today regarding our health. And certainly we know that the scripture says that we should prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. And certainly we have to continue to apply the scripture to the total man. And certainly not, as you say, said earlier, not be so heavenly bound that we're no earthly good. Because after all, we have to we have to live down here. Yes. So we, are, we want to live our best life. Amen. Uh, tell us again who you are. Again, I am Minister Nita Carter, and I am with Reverend Lamar Townsend on Global Gospel. Awesome. Again, thank you all of our listeners. So at this time, we are going to ask that at this time, we are going to ask that Minister Carter gives our closing prayer for all those that are listening around 
the world. Father God, we thank you today for this wonderful day that you've allowed us to wake up and see. We thank you, God, for all that you've done for us through our lives. We thank you for just protecting and keeping us, God. Where there are wars and rumors of war all around us across the world, God, you still have us covered under your blood. We pray for your divine protection to continue for us and our families to keep us happy, healthy, and whole. And Father, we just thank you for being our Savior and our Lord. And God, we bless your name. We give you glory in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Remember that the blood still works. God bless you. Years ago, but it's still saving right now. It's still healing right now. Come on, praise them because the blood still works.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.